My name is Barbara Clifford and I have an unstoppable passion to create order out of chaos. I'm on a mission to help managers, business owners and CEOs to unclutter the chaos and break free from the shackles of overwhelm so that they wake each day inspired and motivated to work in peak performance and live on purpose. During these solo podcasts, I lift the lid on my journey to minimize stress and maximize time. I will share with you the mistakes, the celebrations, the joys that come from helping busy people just like you to increase your productivity and your impact in the world around you, to go from chaos to calm, from stress to strength. If you've had a day where you're feeling rotten, and you just really need to pick me up and you've taken some blows and you need a boost to your self-esteem, here's five tips that you can incorporate to boost your self-esteem. So to boost your self-esteem, here are the five tips that I recommend that are going to give you a pick-me-up. First things first, some things you need to know about self-esteem. Now, research has shown when they've done brain scans, there's no surprises here. What they've learned that is that the wounds that you experience, like uh, rejection and failure, those wounds are not as great when you have a high self-esteem. So this is what the brain scans have shown us. And we're more resilient and more able to bounce back if we've got stronger self-esteem. No surprises there really, is there? So it's worth investing in things to help boost it, to keep it healthy and to keep it strong. It means we're less vulnerable to anxiety and it also means that we're going to be less stressed and slow down the production of that stress-producing hormone cortisol. The interesting thing about self-esteem is it is designed by nature to ebb and flow. And here's the other thing which I'm sure you're familiar with. It's relevant to our environment. So overall, we may, may feel great, but in some instances, we may feel challenged. And it quite often relates to our sense of identity within those places. If you've ever felt like a fish out of water in certain environments, whereas in others you feel great, then you know what I'm talking about. And to give you some context, let me give you an example. Let's say, for example, I'm a professional singer and I'm criticized for my singing. Then that's going to sting more as a professional singer than if I was being abused by the drunk at the back of the pub when I'm doing karaoke. Mind you, you're never going to catch me doing karaoke. That's why singing in public is a fear that I generally have to overcome. That's a whole other story. If you have a constant level of high self-esteem, then that could also mean that you are suffering from narcissism. Narcissism isn't always a position or behavior that people choose. It can actually be a emotional and mental weakness that people have. But I'm not a psychologist here, so I'm not going to delve into that. So here's some things that you can do to preserve and protect your self-esteem. Number one, watch your self-talk. Be careful of the words that you speak to yourself. Be careful of the self-criticism. 
once you own something your mind then seeks out evidence for that to be true so for example if you say i'm always forgetful then your mind will seek out evidence for where that statement is true and to validate it so it'll think about all of those instances where you've been forgetful ironically maybe that's not the best example but you will your brain will seek out the evidence for the statement that you are saying so be careful what you feed into your into your brain focus on the key learnings from the mistakes that you may have experienced and focus on self-compassion think what would my best friend say to me in this situation what advice would they give me or what advice would you give to a friend who is going through the same experience you are right now? That's the simplest way that you can practice self-compassion. Number two, use some affirmations that empower you rather than deflate you. Sometimes people use goals as affirmations in terms of things that they want to be and aspire to, but don't set yourself up for deflation or defeat so to give you an example you don't want to say something like I'm going to be a great success because when you're not and when you're not reaching that or your idea of success then you're constantly going to deflate yourself for not hitting that that goal and that affirmation that you're aspiring to so and a better affirmation is the state of being that you want to be right now so things like i will persist until i win is a much better affirmation my favorite one is i will until it's a better way of affirming something as a state of being that you want to adopt right now rather than something that you aspire to be. Make that change and see if that makes you feel better as you go on that journey to achieve those goals. If you feel bad about yourself, it's very easy to resist a compliment or deflate it. So, for example, someone compliments on a piece of clothing and you say, oh, this old thing, oh, I've had it for years. Or, oh, you know, I just bought this in an op shop for $5. It's really nothing that special. What you need to do is retrain your brain to simply say thank you. Thanks. Thanks very much. When somebody compliments you on something, whether it's clothing or the way that you do something, just purely acknowledge them and say thank you rather than making excuses or deflating or justifying the behavior or the thing. Just get used to honestly, humbly saying thank you and this will help to boost your self-esteem rather than deflating and apologizing for whatever it is you're being complimented for. Number four, focus on your strengths, skills and growth areas. Once you can start to celebrate the things that you are good at and that you enjoy doing and where your hidden talents are, really celebrate those and applaud those and bring those into your world more often. Pursue them and give time and space for them rather than persisting with things that really don't float your boat and don't ignite you with joy the things that you just can't get enough of that you're passionate about and fill your heart with joy those are the things that you need to bring into your world and make happen more often because they will uplift you and fill you with those happy hormones such as dopamines and serotonin and endorphins rather than the stress inducing cortisol
or cortisol is the response from stress. And lastly, point number five is Build yourself up after a blow really hard. This is where you can start to bring in the negative self-talk. So what you need to do is really make a concerted effort to give yourself a little pep talk. And journaling, honestly, is the best way of doing that. Writing it down actually helps to hardwire the thinking and the synapses in your brain. So, for example, if you don't get the job that you wanted, then write down five reasons or 20 reasons why you are a great employee and a value to any organization. Whenever you've been rejected in a particular area, whether it's a job or a relationship or an idea, in the same context, come up with as many key points of why you are still strong, worthy and valued and validated in that area okay you may not have been right in this instance for this person this thing this job or whatever but in, in these instances you are and don't lose sight of that so easy to take those blows and be deflated and lose sight when i was training in performing arts that was the one thing that they instilled in us is that you've got to get used to the nose you're just not right for that part but you'll be right for another so just keep going and that's the same in some of those blows that you receive in life in many different areas. Take the time to validate, write down why you're good in that key area. So if you practice those five things on a regular basis or when you're feeling a bit deflated or feeling a bit of a blow to your self-esteem, this will really help pick you up and help you create a bit of sustainability and keep you going just that little bit longer in terms of where that self-esteem ebbs and flows and if you hit a real low this is really a, a simple way to give you the quick pick me up thank you for listening to the busy working women podcast if you want to know more head over to facebook and search for our group busy working women owning their lives join over 3,000 women from all over the world taking control of their busy lives to feel less overwhelmed and more in control if you want to connect with me personally visit timetamer.com.au and access a whole bunch of free resources i can't wait to connect with you remember be kind to yourself and take time for yourself.